Chicago, Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago, Chicago, I will show you around. I love it that you bought a dollar, you lose the blues in Chicago, Chicago, the town that Billy Sunday couldn't shut down. And we're back. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Tonight is Thursday, October the 1st, 2020. We're doing a little special midweek playoff episode. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, not per usual, because Sam's at work, because he has a job. Uh, but with me tonight, special guest, Thomas. Thomas, how's it going? I'm going pretty well, Joel. I guess I'm reaching the semi-per-usual status. I know. And also, I resent the uh, 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 word that I'm looking for, Yeah, that, that I don't have a job. I do have a job. Oh, yeah. I have a job, too, but it's in front of my computer, and I, I never leave. Really, the oh, issue is... Yeah, <laughs> really the issue is my job is 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And Sam's job is 7. All the time. All the time, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you and I share that our, our time of, of, of occupation, uh, right. our, our work times are, are, are overlap. So yeah. here we are together, the two of us. Exactly. Who'd have thunk? Look at us. Look at us. Here we are. Look at us. Here we are. Look at us. All good. All right. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to give a shout out. So we'll talk about this also. We did podcast like we usually do on Tuesday uh, for like an hour and a half, probably, almost. We talked a lot. We talked for a really long time. We covered a lot of random stuff. I said a lot of stupid things, too. <laughs> yes. Well, in classic dump on the ump tradition, I'm going to call it a dump on the ump tradition, Sam and I probably lost the recording after we finished. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, shout out to us for that one, going into the abyss of lost recording. So, we're going to do a little bit of a rehash about that. We're also going to do midweek. This is the, the wild card round is going down right now. So, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, Sam and I did, though, after we realized that we had fucked up on the recording, we did do an emergency uh podcast afterwards and of course i haven't listened to it but it it was like after midnight when we did that <laughs> so i don't know how much energy we had going into that podcast uh well, for future reference you know i'm as i'm on the the one west coast time representative if y'all are in late hours and you need a little energy i've got three hours more that's than a good Sam. point that's yeah. a good point you we we've got the whole eastern time zone Central time zone, Pacific time zone. The current, the current national time, time frame kind of throws a, li a wrinkle into my situation because I don't ever deal with the East Coast on any other level. But so now I'm like, oh, 6 p.m. It's 9 p.m. on the East Coast. Right, right. Whereas, um, like, you know, I can watch the rest of the Dodger game. That is something. I have talked about it on this podcast before. I, that's like maybe the thing I miss the most about living on the West Coast is watching sports at a reasonable time right and, and it's, it's all sports yeah it's confusing what? to go to the east coast when you're a west coast person 
I went and stayed with my brother and it was a Sunday like a few years ago and like the NFL didn't, you know, it was like, it, what, what's going on? Nothing's happening yet. <laughs> like it, it didn't start until late in the day. And, you know, it's like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever experienced. Like what happened to getting drunk in the morning and watching a right. football game? You know yeah. what I mean? So yes, I, I, I will say, well, whatever. The West Coast is the best coast. Yeah, no, I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, I'm sure Sam would argue a lot with that, but he's not here right now. You know, we should talk a lot about things that he would argue with, and then, <laughs> but just like really rub them in. Like obviously the pot, the dump on the ump position, the <laughs> official position is the best coast is the West Coast. That's uh, official. And no one can argue it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, no, but I do miss that growing up on the West Coast. And I, do, I was a college football guy, right? Right. And you could wake up on a Saturday, and All at day. 9 a.m., you can start watching football at 9 a.m. And, and, then, and they air it till 10. Right. And then you can either go out or, you know, go to bed like a normal human being. Right. But even here in the Midwest, I'm like, God damn it, there's like – Oregon versus USC game is going to go until two in the morning. And so the weird thing is, the weird thing is, is that like, I mean, ultimately I think we're probably talking about East coast bias here is that the, the mountain time zone often goes on central time zone for like, they'll air the game. Well, maybe I'm getting confused. Well, well I, I feel like that's because the fewest people live in the mountain time zone. Yeah. Nobody cares about the mountains. Oh, really? What is it? Denver? Salt Lake City. I, oh, I lived in Fort Collins for a former, <laughs> my former yeah, career. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, Colorado's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can all agree that we can shit on the central time zone. Uh, I mountain mean, time zone. that's my time. We can shit on the central time zone, too, if you want to. Yeah, we can talk about the fact that there was once, where there once was three, there are none. Yes, we do need to talk about them. One, well, yeah, depending which league. I want to give a shout out to everybody who has listened to Tuesday's episode. Providence, Rhode Island, San Francisco, San Jose, Seattle, Portland. We got a West Coast bias in our listening audience also. That's uh, because of me. Yeah, probably. Barcelona, Spain. Are you that, Sam? <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> Champagne, Illinois. He's going to come back mad. <laughs> California. Uh, check us out. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook, Dump on the Ump, uh, Apple, iTunes, rate, review, and subscribe, Spotify, and or SoundCloud. All right, before we want to get into this, I don't know, this is how I'm going to open, open this. We skipped hot takes. Oh, go with your hot take. Good call. Uh, my I'll hot go. take. My okay. My hot take is that October baseball is October baseball. So in a season that doesn't matter, the playoffs before this day don't matter. So that's why we're actually doing this podcast. I was. It is now. I was going to go full full denial that we actually did a Tuesday broadcast, even yeah. unbeknownst to me that you recorded one in a midnight hour that would have fit perfectly into my baby schedule. But anyway, oh, that's I, besides the point. No, that's right. You had left because you were like, I need to go take care of my children. Well, no, but if I had known that we were going to wait until nine o'clock, I could have put my kids to bed and then I could have gotten really drunk and talked about the whole for, that's what I'm talking, the energy you need at midnight. You know? That's a schedule we need to work around. Also, Anyways, so October baseball is only playoff baseball. The playoffs before this did not exist. Yep. Also, that means the end of Sam Sober September. So when he comes back, he's going to be angry and drunk. Uh, I think that's perfect for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, thank God for October. My thought about that because is... 
this is a, a slightly different point, I guess. But it was so messed up that we went from essentially, what, March to July with no sports of any kind. Mm-hmm. And now it's like football, basketball, baseball, hockey was technically going on until just a minute ago, right? Like, we, we now – the the L.A. Lakers and the New York Yankees won a playoff game on the same day. Right. Like, they condensed <laughs> everything into, like, a moment of yeah. this year. They were it's, like, this year sucks so bad, we just got to squeeze it in. Yeah, it's kind of like sensory overload, really. <laughs> yeah, I think I canceled cable, which was a good thing for my financial. But it for like I would have been in trouble with sports right now. I almost called. I didn't call in sick on Wednesday, the best baseball day of all time. Right. Uh, because I and I mean, ultimately, it was a better thing because I'm might be I might be procuring my baseball visuals through a illegal method. So I don't I don't. It's not consistent, and so I would have. I feel like I would have been frustrated. Anyway, blah blah blah. Agree. Agree. Uh, they, uh, it's it's a lot of sports at one time, which could be problematic if you were unemployed or don't have. Well, but if you're you or some, you know somebody that works from home, you all of a sudden have like ample opportunity. I mean, during the beginning days of the pandemic, when I was at home for th- you know a month or something like that, I was like, this would be the perfect time to really dig into some baseball and talk about it. Yeah. And but, there was about no it. Watch it. but there was nothing, and there was no sports at all to watch. So right. it was like, I'm just sitting around the house and there's nothing on TV except like whatever my kid wants to watch. And We, we got pretty into Korean baseball there for a while. My, uh, my wivens did not do well. That's got to be on a weird time schedule too. The speaking of Eastern time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is always a tough time to have a drink. Right, but during the pandemic, when you don't have a job and you're not leaving your house, time has no meaning anyway. So, why fucking bother? I mean, at the end of 2020, are we all going to just kind of sit down and agree that the, this year didn't happen? Especially if like the Yankees win the World Series, yes. Oh, we're like, I think we're about you know whatever i don't know what four times 12 outs or 13 outs away from the well we got six though tomorrow yeah yeah all right so let's talk about that a little bit um all right so we we made a bunch of predictions yes on tuesday about how this playoff was gonna go (laughs) and we were totally right on every count yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I was texting with Sam about that earlier today. I believe uh, we were all pretty big on the Cincinnati Reds, who uh-huh. failed. I was, at least. I was big I on. Don't, I don't have any recollection of that. <laughs> I, would, I, was, I was like on the Cincinnati Reds bandwagon. They did not even score a run. They didn't score a run. They didn't score a run, did they? No, they did not score a run. And the first game was 18 innings. Yeah, I was going to say, not only was it wasn't 18 innings, it was 20-some innings of (laughs) zero runs, which is even more astounding. Yeah, I guess when we we all kind of were like, oh, Cincinnati could make a real run of this, we were all looking at just the front end of the the rotation and thinking, wow, they're going to just pitch their way through it. Right. And boy, their offense just did not show up. And I'll tell you what, you know, look at the Braves. They got – it's too bad that, that Sorotka went down and Hamels went down. They had, like – they they got some pitching. This kid, Ian Anderson, pitched a game, hell of a game today, what I saw. And, uh, yeah, I didn't watch any of that game. What, how was he doing? He just shut him down. Shut him down for – I mean, 
you know, Suarez was slumping. I think Suarez kind of got in his own head maybe or something. I don't know. I mean, shit, I don't know. But he didn't He he didn't show up. And Votto, you know, he's kind of struggled this the last yeah, couple really years. He really struggled. Yeah, he really has. He's kind of he's it, it, Votto's kind of a sad one for me because in the last like he kind of got it going for a, he had it going for a second year but I think this season but I feel like he slumped really hard yeah I'm not I'm not looking at stats but I think he had a tough season he and did he, he definitely did. and and I like Votto because I I, yeah. I like the Reds because they've got like a bunch of characters on that team like Votto seems like a real weirdo and I like that like he says like random shit at press releases and uh, press conferences and stuff. I like and he's kind of, yeah, no, and he's taking kind of like a WWF approach to just his PR in general. Yeah. yeah. Which and, is, is a weird one. And they've got Trevor Bauer, who, like, also, like, is, is kind of an asshole in public. He's a total weirdo. <laughs> yeah. They're both, yeah. like, weird baseball savants. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and then you also have Amir Garrett, who basically yeah. charged the dugout of... Uh, the Pirates. The Pirates. Yeah. Ah, like, uh, just like Doc Ellis. Yeah, there's Except that. vice versa. Vice yeah. versa. It was the Pirates on the Reds. There's a, a that Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh rivalry is real and hilarious. And I, you know, I mean, have you been to Pittsburgh? Yes, I have. Have you been to Cincinnati? Yes, I have been to Cincinnati. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, you love the chili. I love something the, else we talked about. Yeah, no, I am. It's speaking of the Midwest. Yeah. But so anyway, so yeah, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Come on, let's go watch some baseball. Cause fuck this town. Yeah. <laughs> Although people say Pittsburgh is really the the city de jour these days. Pittsburgh is cool. Um, I like did all the touristy shit when I was there. So, you know, I can't I can't say I've experienced that. You know, I haven't lived in Pittsburgh, but I went to <laughs> the brewery that used to be a church. That was cool. And I ate a shit ton of pierogies. That was cool. And then I went I to. Like, the museums and that was cool too I, I, when, I, when was that was that recently last summer yeah okay yeah i've yeah. told this story on the podcast because i was doing my baseball road trip oh and, right 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 and uh i went to pirates versus cubs and i take credit for getting rizzo for, uh yanked from that game i've, I've heard this story i feel maybe i heard it on the podcast probably i've mentioned it on the podcast i'm very proud of that uh, you should, yeah. and you should be. I, anytime that I've affected many, many baseball games, I've always been very proud of it. Uh, but speaking of the Midwest, so the Reds are, Reds are gone. Reds are gone. The other team from Ohio, the Cleveland Indians, are gone. And I'm mad at the Cleveland Indians. For not they, beating the Yankees? Uh, yeah, not even not beating the Yankees, but like playing like a bunch of assholes in that game last. Like, they should have won game two. That was the, you know, that was the rain delay. I believe it's the, technically the longest nine-inning game of all time. Yeah. So up I mean, and down. Did, it play, did they play the first inning and then it get delayed out of that? Yeah, they started the game. They, somebody fucked up. And the way it's been explained to me is that the initial call is from, like, the New York offices about whether to start the game or not. So that call comes from the New York offices. And then it's up to the umps whether to continue the game or not. So the New York office said, okay, you're good to go. Start the game. They do an inning, and then it starts to monsoon. Had a, um, I didn't catch. Did, did Car- Carrasco go out and pitch the bottom of the first then? Did they get yeah, through Carrasco the Carrasco pitched and got knocked or, around quite oh, a bit. Oh, wait, he, he would have started. The, the yeah, game. Carrasco was the starter for the Indians. I'm going to. Get, right, right, but they played the top half of the first inning, and they played the bottom half too, right? 
Yep, and Tanaka did bad too. Tanaka got knocked around. Tanaka yep. got a knocked. Yeah, I don't. I I do not trust Tanaka in playoff baseball. He can yeah. be so dominant at times. It's weird. He turns really is like so good sometimes, and then kind of just misses the mark on other points. Or it's weird. So the the Indians scored four runs in the bottom of the first. Then the Yankees got a stupid ass Gio Shella grand slam in the top of the fourth to take but the, the game. But so it was four nothing when the game was delayed. Postponed, delayed. Yeah. That's so stupid. And but it was funny because I I watched later in the broadcast and they talked to the, the um I don't think it was Sandy Alomar. They talked to the pitching coach of the. No, it was Sandy Alomar because um he's the interim coach because. Right, no, I know he's the, yeah. he's the interim coach, but I think they talked to the both the uh, pitching coach. Oh, okay, I didn't on watch. the broadcast. If you, I don't know if you're watching. The, they, I, I'm, you know, everything I'm watching right now is like in pieces because I've got children that are running around in circles. Sure, sure. Anyway, so uh, I don't know. I think, but somebody was talking about, it and they were like, "Oh, we felt like you know, it was Carrasco." I think it was early in the game after the break, though, because uh, when I started watching, he had just like he was like struck out a six six of six of the eight batters that he faced or something like that uh, through the and like was cruising and they talked to one of the bullpen coaches and he was like yeah we saw kind of saw it coming and so we sort of the rain delay beat and we so he, we, we kind of we, we played we played into that for something and i was like i don't know what he was talking about but for a second i thought that the indians yeah i thought they really had an advantage i thought they were going to win that game they should have they, they were leading going into the ninth inning and they, they well, gave up two runs in the ninth and lost but it's so funny because there's like all these kind of like weird variable. I don't know. It's like every time you think you've figured out the shortened season and what it's going to like yeah. unearth, you're sort of proven wrong or something. Well, and know. I've talked about this before and I've, I've gotten into Twitter arguments about it is this is why I don't think the expanded playoffs should be made permanent because no, like no. This, this, this best of three is a fucking crapshoot. Anything can happen. And if you play 162 games, you'll have the potential for, you know, the 101-win Chicago Cubs to have to beat the 79-win St. Louis Cardinals in a three-game series. No, I, I, and I think also when they have the full 162-game schedule, it's, that's attrition. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that's why baseball is what it is, is because it takes so fucking long to get to the end of it. And so, like you know, a Padres would have run into harder times. And they would, by the time they got to this point in the postseason, they'd be more kind of battle tested. They'd be more kind of committed to whatever they were. Yes. And I think like, the, I think like, the, like, I mean, we're, you know, Cardinals are def aren't like beating the shit out of them, but they're definitely like playing out playing them. And the Padres are by far a more talented team. You right. Know what I mean? So, or well, I don't know, maybe not by far, but the variables are pretty narrow or so. whatever the difference is. Right? Yeah. Go ahead. I, I would agree with that. Like the Padres, are, the Padres are a better baseball team than the Cardinals. But, they should be. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to win two out of three against them. And there's been error. There's been like I I, I was talking about defensive issues in the a couple weeks ago about how I think defense is going to play into it, but I, it didn't really play. I mean, the, there's been a, like the Cardinals have played really good defensive. Cardinals have played really good fundamental baseball sure. at this point. Uh, the Braves have played really good fundamental baseball. Yes. Like they've been like, and they've been pitching their li the lights out. So all of a sudden, like kind of like, you know, pitching and defense is all of a sudden tantamount, you know, paramount. Whereas like, uh, like the twins made a couple of bad errors. The white Sox kind of, they were walking people all over the place. And I think they just, 
you know, that Matt Olson did that Matt Olson play in fair foul ground. They were talking the way they talked about it. It was like, Oh yeah, that's a really like, that was, it's not an out anywhere else. And not only is it not an out anywhere else, there's no first baseman that plays it that well. Right. Well, let's talk about, yeah, the White Sox v. Athletics. So Oakland oh, okay. won game three. The final was six to four. Two. Game two. I'm talking about, you were talking about game. Oh, oh sorry. I'm sorry. talking about okay, game sorry. three. Game three just happened earlier today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I watched that, and the uh, Oakland won six to four. And obviously, it fucking sucks, and I'm sad. But everything. I'm sorry, we should have introduced that with more uh, with more aplomb. I'm sorry, I just dove right into it. Yeah, no, it's cool. I've, Ladies it's, and gentlemen, we have to have a somber moment as the White Sox fell this afternoon six four to the Oakland Athletics to eliminate them from this, this season of uh, postseason baseball. The great 2020 for the White Sox comes to a sad end. It's very sad. It's I'm very sorry, sad. Joel. I'm sorry. It was, and and the but the game was weird, and it was a weird fuck. So the White Sox walked eight guys, and they left thirteen runners on base. Right, so you're gonna lose when you do that. Yeah, that's not good. How about although Oakland walked Oakland a lot walked of guys. a lot of guys too. Oakland walked a lot. They didn't leave guys on base, but they did a couple of times. They didn't uh, miss as many opportunities. They did not miss as many opportunities. But oh, the, what? It, no, oh. go carry on, carry on. I was just going to say, I mean, the, Chicago had some opportunities in this series. Like yes. we kind of talked about it via text that Abreu bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. <laughs> I mean, that's what you want. That's who you want. Tim Anderson. The whole thing worked out the way it should for your team, yep. and in the end, a couple of things. You know, the, a couple of guys didn't come through it when you needed them to and that's baseball and i mean to be honest with you you guys are in a great position you know this is a young team it's not like the window's closing it's you know every year has its differences and every time you make it to the playoffs you want to you want the championship but y'all are kind of at the the sunrise not the sunset so right i mean anything can happen but sure sure i mean look at it look at houston one yep, championship exactly. and now they're shit in the bed. Yeah, exactly. Although they might win another one. Wait, except they might. Why did I just exactly? Say? No, no, we are doomed okay, to we Cardinals. Get, we're doomed to we a St. Louis versus Houston World Series, Tommy. Oh God! That's oh, what we do. God. That's what. That's that's what 2020 oh. has in store for us. Although, <laughs> okay, wait. So we there's like this is the there's too much. There's so much more to get to. Okay, so we, so okay, so right. We've got maybe. Okay. Where are we here? I mean, how long have we been doing this? We have got so far to go. This is yeah. a, we got we got a focus <laughs> yeah. here, Joel. We got fucking focus. <laughs> Sam left us to take care of this, and we have to do it in under four hours. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Um, but okay, so let me make like two points about the White Sox, and then let's move on. I, again, like there were a million moments where you're like, oh, if if it gone, if the ball had been an inch one way or another, it's a completely different series. That's true a lot of times, though. And that's part of the fucking point of playoffs, right? I still think, like, these three best-of-three series are kind of bullshit. Like, in that sense, you know? I th- so if we're going to go with that point, I will totally agree with you. I yeah. think that I think the one-game one wild-card play-in is a perfect amount of kind of crapshoot baseball right. at the end of a long season. It gives somebody who played just good enough to kind of make it a one chance, and yeah, it's kind of not really the right way that baseball should be run out. But this make, featuring a three-game 
playoff featured you know it's like the right. it's like the first round of the ncaa tournament is so fucking exciting because there's a million games and you have upsets and weird shit happening all over the place but a three game series i don't know like this big it's it's it doesn't work you don't want to do a feature you don't want to feature the three game series the, the five game short division series and the seven game lcs yep. with a one game wild card play in is the way it has to, I, i'm i'm a full proponent Agreed. And the thing about the wild card game, the one game, is it rewards the teams for winning their divisions. Like, you, congratulations, you won your division. You don't have to play this stupid one game. Yes. But, but. Well, and I'm. Isn't there one wild card that makes it? No, the two wild so the three divi- five oh, okay. teams, three division champs, two wild cards. The yeah. two wild cards have to play each other. The winner plays the top ranked team. Yeah, um, so I think that's I think that's awesome. The White Sox well, Cardinals just added added to it. Yeah, well, we yeah fucking Cardinals man. Um, Luis Robert though he did hit a four hundred and eighty seven foot home run, <laughs> which which was awesome. Yeah. Which is the second longest home run of the of the shortened season, and it looked like it was going to go out of Oakland Coliseum. Is what he it, it he, what he did for you and your Chicago White Sox is he hit that ball into next season. Yeah, yeah, and he it was started amazing. next season on a fucking good note. So, chin so, up, White Sox. Yeah, to that, and then Tim Anderson. Uh, I oh, I should he he came into this game six for nine. And then went three for five. So I think he finishes the series nine for 14. Um, he becomes the first player in MLB history to get three hits in his first career playoff games in, in three consecutive career playoff games to start off. And he's only the second player in history to just do that in a playoff series. Best <laughs> shortstop in Chi-Town. That short stuff in Chi Town, exactly. So there's stuff to be proud of. Uh, but oh, yeah. You got miles and miles to be proud of. Very fucking depressing, but good stuff. Uh, and, uh, so wait, okay, wait. Though, on a final note on the White Sox, when, yeah. I mean, Eloy going down, he. Oh, that would have been, tough. Would have been tough to overcome yeah. moving forward. You know, like they, they, they had some tough situations arise. Like what happened to, and who was the starter that went down for him? So that's the big question is that. And we knew this going into the playoffs is that the White Sox have two starters and then a whole bunch of fucking question marks, right? Yeah. We got Giolito, Giolito, Keuchel, and then a bunch of question marks. What happened to like Dylan Cease? He came off the IL and he played. He came into as a reliever. They he got some innings. Um, and Bundy. Bundy. We have Bundy. Oh no! Wait, wait. What team was he on? I don't know. Dunning is our guy. Was our Dun- Dunning, who's a rookie, who no, he's had, the lefty that throws ninety nine miles an hour, hundred miles. Yeah, he's an hour. really good. So Dunning was our starter, but he was he was gonna be an opener, right? He's that the was, one that left. So he, let me finish the story. It's a crazy story. <laughs> so Dunning is our opener, but but he got told before the game, you're gonna be the opener, right? So he's like, cool. First inning. He gets two outs and then gets two guys on, and he gets taken out in the first inning. And they bring in another rookie, uh, Garrett Crochet, who I think is the guy you're thinking of, who's like the hardest-throwing guy in Major League Baseball right now. He comes in, strikes out the last guy, gets us out of the inning, yay. Comes in the second inning, strikes out the first uh, uh, athletic of the second inning, and then calls for the trainer 
and gets taken out of the game with upper arm soreness, which usually means he gets Tommy John surgery. That's, so he got taken out of the game after two batters, and he struck them both out. I didn't know that was who left the game. I yeah. saw somebody was leaving the game, but I was like in the middle of n- trying to not let my boss know I wasn't working. And right. like, uh, so I didn't really know what the hell was going on. And I was like, who just left the game? And I couldn't, didn't know who made the start. So I was confused, but that's worse than I thought because that guy has got electric, yep. exactly. electric left arm. And that's yeah. a bummer. So, and then what, so is Eloy. So Eloy had, issue? so Eloy had been out for about a week, 10 days with like quote unquote sore right foot which is probably a sprained ankle. Um, people were, he aggravated that? I didn't see it. Yeah, so he comes in, and, and it was funny. Like, he was available as a pinch hitter for the whole series, but, but he never played. So he was, like, ready to play. He's out his first um, at-bat, pop-up fly, second at-bat, and this is against Loriano. I got to tell this story, too. We're no, running out of time, bro. nemesis. I know, I know. This, you're going to love this, though. So ESP, I, yeah. ESPN, the dumbasses at ESPN have Ramon Laureano mic'd up in the top of the third in center field, right? And so he's like, you know, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah. Eloy's up to bat. Eloy hits a double, right? Up against the center, uh, center field wall. And it was, so Laureano's got to go get it. He's mic'd up. And he goes, damn it, he can fucking run. Like, really loud. <laughs> Because Eloy like books it in the second, gets the double, but but aggravated his ankle, like re-injured his ankle, uh-huh. finishing the double, hustling into second base. So they take him out, and that's he's done for the game. But his his isn't crippling, but it would have been tough to go for it in the series. And th- these are two young guys, so like ultimately, yeah. maybe this is the best thing that happens to the White Sox is that two young guys that they might have leaned on moving forward in a series. Yeah, or you know what I mean. Like in the playoffs, they might have been like tried to play through it, and then all of a sudden you break somebody. Whereas now you can take the whole year off and take the rest of the year off. I mean, and and it was hard. Like it's hard not having silver linings. Yeah, totally silver linings. I agree. All right, Uh, we should move on. Yeah. Anyway, but Ramon Loriano, that was that was fucking hilarious. It was a weird game. Oh man, that guy. Yeah. I I hope he fights all the Houston Astros. Oh man, this uh, this on-field interviews thing is. A uh, really weird one watching Justin Turner talk to the oh, and yeah. then like just having technical difficulties the whole fucking time. It's like, God damn, just save it. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. Do you so, have any hot takes about the twins losing to Houston? I have a dear friend who is a huge Minnesota Twins fan, and I am I'm a like I that we've talked about this. I'm I'm kind of a Twins fan too. I, I right. think that they're a class, you know, I like kind of everybody in the AL Central. Cool. I think that the whole thing is so goddamn wholesome. It's ridiculous. And hey. the twins are such a like likable franchise. They're always competitive. They create home create, you know, homegrown right. players, blah, 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 right. blah, blah. Right. They do. They play the right way. Kind of play team. the right way. It's probably all racist bullshit. Actually. It's probably, <laughs> probably, but they got like Byron Buxton and Nelson Cruz on that team. They got, yeah. Oh no, no. I mean, yeah, well, they have, they have, they have minority representatives on the team, right. but the, like the franchise could still be really, I mean, it's like the police force, you know, it's still right. probably pretty racist. Anyway, uh, but it is Minneapolis. Anyway, I've always been had a soft spot for the Twins, and uh, yeah, it's interesting. Like eighteen games in a row, playoff futility. I mean, it's like you know, spanning a decade at this point, and it's interesting. It was nice that it was not at the hands of the Yankees from a right. personal standpoint, because 
yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but I told him to lean into it. You know, it's like sure. Mariners are going on twenty. I mean, I think we're eighteen years of no playoffs right. at all. So right. eighteen games you've lost in the playoffs would mean you're competitive and like relevant all the fucking time. Right. Whereas I'm following a baseball team that hasn't like mattered since most kids were not born. Right. Yeah. All uh, kids were not born. That's a good point. They're like adults that I'm talking to on Twitter. And they're like, I was 12 years old the last time the White Sox went to the playoffs. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was at Shuba's on the north side the last time the White Sox went to the playoffs. I used to, I, I've partied at Shuba's. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah no well you got y'all y'all are spoiled and that's what it kind of where I went you know right. he of course didn't probably didn't want to hear any of that and he was like maybe you're right you know right right and and I mean there's something to be said for some kind of playoff futility it's sort of an interesting game you know it's like you have a regular season to really enjoy and like to fall he sent me a thing I don't know who wrote it but it was something basically along the lines of like we we we're just gonna have to learn to enjoy the regular season <laughs> and expect <laughs> the postseason to suck. <laughs> oh, that's kind of depressing. Yeah, it is depressing. But so the but the, I mean the the worst part about it is that it's to the Astros, if you ask me. Yes. Right, right. Although, although the twin the Yankees probably would have been tougher from a Minnesota perspective, but right. I mean the Astros kind of. All the we all pick Astros. the Twins. We all pick the. I pick the Twins to go to the World Series. I'm a dumbass. I think I'm like one for five right now in my playoff picks. As far as I know, we have no recorded picks. Oh, wait, <laughs> we did Tuesday. Shit. I forget what we ended up choosing. I haven't listened to what you guys recorded on Tuesday, yeah. so I don't know what you guys talked about. But uh, yeah, we all picked the, we all picked the Twins to do better. I have to say that I was fairly pessimistic about their opportunities after dropping the first game. I thought that that was a tough one to lose. Right. Yeah, they should have won that game too. And. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, they definitely left a lot of, op- they also left a lot of opportunities, you know, I, I don't know, well, I don't know, and, but, but mostly, I'm mostly, the bummer about it is that the Astros maybe now woke up. Right, so, and but I'm, here's the only good thing, so all the Midwest teams, the only, the whole Central's gone, the whole AL Central. Oh, right, so gone. the last bit is the Indian, wait, so have we covered the old AL yet? No, oh, we haven't talked about well, well, the Rays here, beating the Blue Jays. Sure, okay, the Rays beat the Blue Jays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, carry, on, uh, carry it, carry it. Yeah, that's what they got right. That's what they picked. Uh, <laughs> so now you know. Here's the one silver lining. Let's let's focus on silver linings. Because now you've got the good guys versus the bad guys in the two ALDS division matchups. You got Rays versus Yankees. Remember, Rays have a, a what? What's the line? A stable full of guys who can throw 98 at your head. Oh, I forgot about that yeah. element. Yeah. They got Rays versus Yankees. And then you've got A's with Mike Fires and Ramon Laureano against the Houston Astros. And, you know. I like what you got here. That's an interesting, that's a total interesting development I hadn't thought about. So, so we could see some, some uh, fireworks. fireworks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's called. These division series could be real interesting. The re- well, and you know, okay, so then we're going to bring me to actually another point that I wanted to make. So, so then either you have the Rays and the A's in a weird-ass ALCS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm still, I, I think, I mean, at this point, I'm, at this point, I'm hoping for a Florida series. But oh. the Rays, I'm so, so I want the Rays out of, because, you know, I mean, as a Mariner fan, it's probably how you feel about the Central. The Astros and the A's, like, while I've 
gotten behind the A's before because I think they're a likable franchise. I can never really root for them because they're a divisional foe, and I I'm custom I'm designed to not like the Astros and the A's. Right. So I'm that's that matchup before you brought up the interesting point of hopefully they throw at every fucking Astros head, I know. which <laughs> suddenly I'm re intrigued. <laughs> and I was, I, you know, I'm always just rooting vehemently against the Yankees. So the other series I was fine with, but then you introduced the fact that the A's should probably, they're both going to be thrown at each other's heads. Yeah. yeah. No, the Rays and the Yankees. And the Rays, the Rays, I don't know what happened with Oakland Houston in terms of who won those games, but the Rays took eight out of 10 from the Yankees. So like that was the difference in the division. Yeah. Like no, the Rays owned the Yankees this year and that's what got that's why they started throwing at each other because the Yankees that's right no no I know yeah it's we I remember you talking about it um the uh I think that the I think that the A's got the better of the the the, the division matchup but I'm I don't I don't have numbers in front of me but everybody kind of beat up on it like the Astros were kind of shit this year right. <laughs> And somehow they're in the playoffs somehow they're in the second round of the I mean I, I guess they're I mean they just don't have a tested pitching staff but that doesn't really mean much at this when point when they got grank, they got Granky and then that's it somebody else yeah yeah behind him i mean your yeah. was pretty good i guess i don't know they and they've got they've got some pieces in the bullpen i think but i don't um, know okay I just don't anyway Let's, so it but the oh wait so the point was that if it, then in the bad side is that the a the the houston if houston and the yankees play each other in the alcs yeah, what the fuck that's, god what a fucking shit show but then also there's a huge history there too. And like I, <laughs> all of a sudden I find myself in the very in, unenviable are you, are you position of <laughs> possibly. No. no, you can't pull for the Yankees. No. Right. And I kind of, and I kind of, it's funny because I'm like, fuck the cheaters. But I'm also <laughs> like, I want the Yankees to know that they would have fucking lost even if they weren't cheating. Oh, that's Yankees. a good angle. I like that angle. Yeah. So that that's kind of the only, and, and I think ultimately, I think that's actually going to be a pretty strong motivator for the Astros. So all of a sudden I'm like, I was saying it kind of after they won game one of that series, I'm like, just nervous that the Astros might wake up. Right, right. That but would... now that I've said it, they'll probably lose. Anyway. Yeah, because you are a human being. So you really are. Um, all right. And the Cardinals sure are cruising. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. We'll find out then. Yeah, they, I'm not looking at it. what's the score right now. They just, I think they just scored two more runs. Jesus Christ! Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's six two. Yeah. I've always said that the White Sox and the like, the Padres were always like the bizarro White Sox of the yeah. of the other universe, and it's still true. They're young teams that can't win in the playoffs. Uh, well, and young teams against crafty well, veterans. I mean, the A's are, are a little. The A's have been there before. The A's, yeah. a lot of this A squad has been there in that sort of situation. So. Yep. I mean, I I don't know. They got Chris Davis and Simeon and can't stupid Mark Canna and Mark Olson and uh, you know all the Mats. Yes, did you say Simeon? Yeah, the Mats and the Marks and the oh. Bob Mel and fucking <laughs> Bo Mel running the show. You know? <laughs> and they got that goddamn field. I mean, that's the they thing. do have like, that damn field. Yeah, yeah. And this is where I was but, talking about like with a with a giant stadium where like you just get a bunch of fast guys and. <laughs> Nobody can hit home runs there, and all of a sudden, like you neutralize all the power threats. It's true, we didn't it's get what they have in Oakland. Yeah, it's the White they, Sox like, were a home run team, and we did not get a lot of home runs in this series. You know, and there's and you played okay. So that's the other part about it is, well, day games are a little different in the Bay Area. I was going to say that, but but night game night the ball travels a lot less. But the but that fucking foul territory. I mean, it it really neutralizes a lot of offense offensive 
statistics, and that's probably why Oakland can kind of set up a team that walks and hits home runs. Yeah. It's like if you're not if you're not fouling a lot of balls, and you know if you're not making like teams that make contact are going to struggle in the Coliseum because more contact means more foul balls means more outs. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, Okay, so the NL the only NL team is the Braves that's advanced so far. It looks like the Padres are whooping up on the are getting whooped up on by uh, the St. Louis Cards. Um, Dodgers took game one from the Brewers. I didn't watch that game. They got Clayton Kershaw. They Dodgers are, you know, and that, that's the other side of it. The Dodgers are a dominant team this year. They're built, they're built for this. They're, and they're, I mean, they could fall apart. They could still, they could fall apart against the fucking Cardinals in the ALCS or NLCS. <laughs> or actually, I don't know how the brackets line up. Uh, that would be the next round because that's the four or five. So that would be, if it's Cards Dodgers, that's the DS. And the other one would be Braves. Versus Cubs. Oh, the Braves, Braves advanced. Yeah, we've Braves said. Braves and the Braves are waiting for the Marlins. Cubs, Cubs Marlins, which was canceled, delayed till tomorrow, right? Yeah, I have but, questions about that. So, so I was like, what? They're fucking canceling. Like, I look outside and, you know, whatever. I'm an hour and a half from Chicago. And I'm like, it's pretty sunny outside. And then, like, as soon as I said that, the Midwest happened. And it was like, oh, you mean it's going to tornado? And then it hailed, and then it got sunny again. <laughs> so <laughs> that's nice right now. I still think they fucking could have played this baseball game. But there was a, about three o'clock this afternoon. It's like, uh, that's the green tornado sky. That's not good. <laughs> well, and I mean, maybe they were motivated by what happened in Cleveland I think the, so. the day before. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the interesting. The more interesting part to me is that I think if the Cardinals win this game, then that game will be in prime time. Probably. They'll probably delay it, which means I can watch it, which right. is fucking great news because Sixto versus you Darvish is like going to be a cool pitching matchup. Yeah. And I would love to watch that ball game and not at work. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my one. I, so actually, you know what, Cardinals? Hold on, baby. <laughs> Uh, I also real okay so yeah so the Braves have advanced in what was a dominant pitching matchup they right. they showed some serious pitching and I think that Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers are going to hold serve this evening yeah. and summarily dismiss the Brewers I think the Dodgers I, are fairly unstoppable unfortunately yeah um, and I mean and ultimately if the Padres come back in this game. Davies came out in the after the two innings, so their bullpen is blasted, and they didn't. They don't. Denelson, Lamette, and yeah. Clevenger were left off the playoff. Yeah, why roster. is it? you know? I, it seems like there's Denelson, Lamette seems like it's not as serious of an issue. It seems like they were just like, "Fuck it, we only need two starters because we're gonna win." <laughs> Which I thought, but yeah, me too. <laughs> But it's funny that a major league baseball team would take that position when obviously that's a really, you should probably hedge your bets a little bit. <laughs> so anyway, but Clevenger, it seems like might have more serious issues. He might be down for a yeah. few rounds. I, or, or, I don't know. I, I, well, don't, I don't know. Sunshine. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so it seems to me like Clevenger would have been, is going to be out even if they advance and mm-hmm. Denelson Lamette would come back in the next round. Mm-hmm. That being said, it's the bottom of the sixth. And they have a runner on. They have a leadoff man on. So you know they could come back and win this game and win tomorrow. They've got a great offense. Mm-hmm. 
Marlins still have yet to lose a playoff series in their entire history, so that record remains for the moment. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's uh, I, 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 you know, it goes back to what we were talking about in our, what I swear we were talking about in our raised podcast is like the pressure without an without a crowd. Mm-hmm. And without like, you know, Yankee Stadium or Wrigley Field weighing right. down on people, I think teams like the Dodgers and the Cubs and maybe the Twins was was more, was more you know. It's like if you're a team that's been there a few times and you're winning, you know, oh. you're, it's your opportunity is, you know, you, you're, you're expected to perform and show up. The pressure is sort of more on those guys. So I think I think I think tomorrow that the pressure is definitely on the Cubs. Yeah, well, they if they lose, they're done. Like right, well, hundred percent. But also, but but they're also like this is sort of the swan song of their run, and that run was like the Astros' run was supposed to last and have multiple championships, not right. one championship. That was right. supposed to be a dynasty. Right. Yeah. And it's not going to be a dy- one championship does not a dynasty make. So right. the pressure's on them. And I think you Darvish has demonstrated he's not always the best under pressure. Right. Well, he's been dominant this year. And six, though, he's a rookie. He's got nothing to lose. And there's not a screaming crowd in his face. You right. know, he can just go out there and throw, throw a ball game. I don't know. But there are also not fans who can grab those fly balls and keep the inning going. That's true. <laughs> but. I mean, the fans at Wrigley grabbed the ball. That would have been an out for the wrong team. Exactly. Let's wrap this up. up, But I had, okay, one silver lining of possibility of Astros getting to the World Series is if they play the Dodgers and the Dodgers just send Joe Kelly out there in the first inning. That option inning. Is, avail- is a possibility. And, and just have him throw at every Houston Astro until they kick him out of the game and the series. That's fine. That, yeah, that and, what, what, and, then we, and then we bring in Clayton Kershaw. And then we bring in Clayton Kershaw, who gives up like three home runs. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I mean, they they probably lose the game summarily, right. and then probably, and then but then they will. I mean, without yeah. the Astros cheating, I don't think they're going to beat the Dodgers. <laughs> the problem is, is that once the Rays are eliminated, well, well, yeah. I don't know. I'm not. I don't like I'm, the AL. I'm glad that the the Rays are the prohibitive favorite or whatever. I'm glad that they're number one seed because I that would I really would like. For that to be the representative of the American right. League at this point, yeah. I'll accept Oakland. I'll be, but if it's New York and Houston, well, then we have the other. My silver lining of all of that is that if that happens, then we can just go ahead and say, "Oh yeah, 2020 didn't happen." Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. Just like that stupid fucking podcast. Exactly. God. God. No one will remember. What cool bird? <laughs> yeah, we gotta keep that story in. The oh, you know what? I was just thinking about what, what we were thinking about opportunities missed. Is I never even got to tell everybody my anticlimactic story about heckling the, the Astros outside of safety. Oh yeah, tell that story. They will go. Yeah. Do you want to tell that the anticlimactic story? Yeah, it's pretty anticlimactic. I kind of wrote myself into a corner with that one because I was like, well fuck this. I'm gonna I want to yell at the Astros. Cause that was like I mean for those of you who don't know, which is every any most people that are listening to anything that I say, is that well, I have a few friends that have gone to me with baseball games. I'm a real heckler, and I like to tell people what I feel about the thing. I never swear. I keep it very 
generally crowd friendly because if you don't, you'll get kicked the shit out of Safeco really right. fast because they're the worst ushers in all of America. <laughs> That's another hot take I should have said. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm a heckler, and the opportunity to heckle a cheating Houston Astros was probably the greatest casualty of COVID-19 for me. So I decided that I was – before the season started, when Houston came to town, I was going to go heckle them. Right. Uh, which, once they – I realized in September, my mother, I had the, I had a babysitter around, so I was going to be able to, uh, to actually do it. And then I found out that I could actually get my hands on a bullhorn. <laughs> and there was used to be a spot where in left field, where when you're walking by the gate, you can see left field sort of. No. See, this is what, what happened to him on the podcast for too long. So it freezes out. like that because our internet sucks. What do you? What but does the audio cut out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're in left field, what do you see? That was the last thing I heard. You can see through the the Mariners bullpen, and you can see kind of what's going on on the field. So I figured with a streaming feed on my phone and the visual, I would be able to see what was going and kind of. I mean, yeah. What I learned is that heckling is an interactive sport because yeah. I couldn't actually, they had put paper up, they put a barricade up so you couldn't actually see the field. So I was going off of a slightly delayed feed. So basically <laughs> like I could like hear things were happening and you could kind of, they play all the music really loud so you can kind of hear when things happen and like, oh, something happened, but I don't know what the fuck it is because my stream hasn't caught up. So you can't really interact with the players. Plus you couldn't see the players and I was, screaming through a megaphone which was really loud from left field but they have all the in uh, the audio on the stadium super loud too so i but i couldn't so i couldn't see the reactions of anybody and on the screen you know you can you're watching like i would say something and then i'd be looking at my phone and watching the streaming feed of it and i would see like maybe he reacted to that maybe he could hear me <laughs> but i couldn't really fucking tell so it was sort of a shit show but so then we went around to the other side by home plate where we were standing where we could get kind of like as close as we could get to home plate and i would yelled it up into sort of the grand entrance of what is now t-mobile field and there was an usher sitting right there who was like what are you doing? <laughs> and I, you know, I said, I'm yelling at some cheaters through the microphone, basically, or through the megaphone. At which point, he just sort of stood there and like glared at me. And then I kind of went on like rambling. I, I could see it was the it was the ninth inning, and I could see who was coming up to bat. So I kind of could judge who was at bat and kind of just like started talking shit at who I thought was at bat. But I couldn't see. I couldn't tell if it was actually having any impact. But I felt like I got a couple of good barbs in at that point, and uh, I went home. Nice, but nice. <laughs> I had a friend. The other part was that I managed to talk my friend into going with me, which was like I was basically like at some point I was like, I shouldn't be fucking doing this. This is such a waste of time. So stupid. If like if my friend hadn't showed up, there were so many variables that went into it. Why I shouldn't <laughs> have done it. But then I did it, and it didn't really work out the way I hoped. I was hoping I'd get on TV. I was hoping that they, you would be able to, I would be able to see them enough that I could comment on what they were doing. Cause you know, heckling at a ball game, like I have a, I, my, I was in theater. I can project. So right. they can hear me. I know they can hear me. Right. I've gotten, I've, and I also know that because I've gotten reactions from right. the players. Right. Yeah. When they look over it, like, I don't know. Yeah. Or when they flip you off, which I've been flipped <laughs> off by players. BJ Upton flipped me off. <laughs> so. I, and I've been, I've also been motioned to in right field by numerous players. I can't think of all of them. 
I almost got beat up at a Blue Jay game. But that's heckling stories. Anyway. Uh, that's that's the, my story. My that semi anticlimactic. Really, story the story is you bet you bothered some poor usher for <laughs> 20 minutes. It wasn't even 20 minutes. It was like eight minutes. Because at that point, I was like kind of over it. And we were like, all right, we're going to go now. But I'm just laughing at the idea of like, what if we all go back to baseball games, but like we have to watch on a 30 second delayed video stream? They're like, we figured it out. Yeah. So there's like, 20,000 people, but they're all like, they don't know what's happening <laughs> until, until the stream comes through. Until the, until the audio like tells you what to say. It's like, yeah. oh, home run. Everyone's like, yeah. And then you can see it happen. That would be so stupid. <laughs> and I think ultimately it's affecting the players. I think it's making yeah. a big impact on this postseason. I, I think not having fans around is a, is a failed experiment in sports. All right, well, let's actually, let's talk about that next week. We'll be back next week because, uh, so the DS is going to start, it's not even going to start this weekend, is it? They're going to take like they at start, least. They said next week, yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. Um, and Sam is texting us right now. He can't hear the podcast right now. He is texting us. Um, he's he, he's talking. supposed to be working. He's probably he's on. Yadier Molina. He's texting us about Yadier Molina. Well. <laughs> He's pissed at the St. Louis Cardinals, too. Between seven-inning doubleheaders and not playing the last two games outright, the Cardinals played more than 60 innings less than a full 2020 season. That's huge. Yeah. And Yadier Molina is wearing an Air Jordan chest protector. He, that's, his out, that's been his outfit for a while. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the Padres got the two on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what's the score? 6-2. What's the oh, answer? Tatis just hit a three-run jack. Ooh, see? Six, five. Oh, he's freaking out. This that's is exciting. What, oh, this is exciting, y'all. That's what we couldn't do. White Sox couldn't get that, that three-run jack. And Tatis had, was pouting around. He couldn't do it, but he just did it. Good for him. All right. All right. We got a ball game. We got a ball game. Go Padres. We got a postseason. Go Padres. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, check us out on Apple iTunes. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Uh, thanks to everybody who puts up with my nonsense on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud and or Spotify. We'll be back next week talking about the DS. Uh, until then, you have a good evening. And we'll also talk about the West Coast being the best coast. And how superior the West Coast is to the East Coast. And, like, that got deleted also. I think you, you started talking a lot of shit about the city of Boston last week. Oh, I definitely did. Yeah, okay. So I also I, had a, the story about the mascots, and then there was the other story that I – was it? The Vietnam War story. That's like, Oh, yeah. That's, that's not really my story. <laughs> there are a lot of stories. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for Thomas, my name is Joel. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow. On State Street, that great street. I this is what the White Sox play after they lose. Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't do on Broadway.